On this episode, we discussed eight more of my top takeaways from the Funnel Hacking Live conference that I attended last week, and I'll see you there. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast, your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to part two of my two-part series on the top things I learned from the Funnel Hacking event last week. If you missed episode one, go back and listen to the last episode uh, in this uh, in this quick series to learn the first 10 things I learned from the uh, ClickFunnels conference. And as I said on the last episode, it was really one of the best conferences I have been to. It was the perfect mix of cool venue, great content, learned some new stuff, got some inspiration, and didn't feel overwhelmed. All right. So the Top thing I learned uh, from today's speakers, there's people like Tom Bilyeu, Frank Kern, Julius Dean, Steve Larson, Russell Brunson, and uh, Prince EA, and then a guy named Garrett White. All right, so first one up, Tom Bilyeu. So here's Tom. Tom is the creator and founder of Quest Bars, uh, which were like these, uh, these, they were, he sold his shares in the company. They are low sugar, you know, like kind of keto diet bars. I remember back when I did my fitness stuff a few years ago. That was one of the few treats I got was Quest Bar. So they hold a special place in my heart. And he talked about my top takeaway from his chat was about how to approach your business like uh, AI, like artificial intelligence. He said, if you ever watch a robot, like learn how to play chess, they don't second guess their moves. They consider every attempt they make, they consider it as a sample. So let's say that a robot's learning to play chess and they've got all the AI programmed in and they make a move and they lose the game. They don't say like, oh, I'm horrible. I'm not very good at chess. I suck and I'm not any good. I should probably stop. Nope, it's just a robot and it's a sample. And then they don't make that mistake again. And they do it again and again and again. He told a story about how he was watching a robot learn like basically any game, like what happens when I do this? And learn from it and then adjust and then win. But there's no emotion involved. And I, I, I like that idea. It really kind of jumped off, uh, jumped out when he was talking about this saying, we're just going to try stuff. I've talked before about the idea of poking the box, that book from Seth Godin. It's basically like try stuff and see what happens. Try stuff, pull this lever, see what happens. Push this button, see what happens. Publish that ad, see what happens. Do a Facebook Live with that subject matter and see what happens. And don't get all wrapped up in it emotionally. If it doesn't work out, it's just a sample. I thought that was really interesting. Next one I learned was from Frank Kern, and Frank's an old school marketing guy, and he talked about radical transparency in advertising, and here's what that meant to Frank. Frank came out, and he was drinking a glass of an adult beverage, looked like whiskey or something, and he kind of sauntered out on stage, and he wasn't in any kind of rush, and he was low energy, and he had a big disclaimer at the beginning, and he said, hey, listen, nothing you're going to learn from me is worth doing. And I've been hitting the head a lot and I shouldn't even be teaching this stuff. And no one, and I mean, no one should ever implement anything that they learn from me ever. Or he said something like that. Now the whole audience, there's, you know, four or 5,000 people there. We're all laughing because uh, it just sounds so ridiculous because we were all excited. He was there to, to learn from. And he gave that kind of radical transparency. Now he was kidding for comedic effect, but he does have those disclaimers in his marketing. It'll say things like, listen, internet marketing is really hard and I've been at this for a really long time and I've learned a thing or two along the way, but the reality is most people who interact with my stuff, my course, my product, aren't going to get results and I want to tell you that up front. Like he like gets it out of the way. That's true for all of us. Like unless you're some crazy unicorn, most people don't opt into our landing pages. Most people don't buy our stuff and get a result with it. Most people don't you know, lose weight when they buy a weight loss book. So it's those kinds of disclaimers. And I just thought that was really 
funny and it put all of our guards down when he came out and made a joke about that. And then we all leaned in to listen to what he has to say. Cause you start to think if he had that kind of crazy disclaimer, number one, that's probably true. And number two, he's probably learned a thing or two. And I'd like to learn from this person. Okay. Next person was a guy named Julius Dean and he is a social media magician. That's what I would call him. Like literally he's a magician. He's on social media. And the top takeaway from him was he talked about showing uh, the fails because he has lots of cool magic videos on YouTube and Facebook. But his best videos, he said, are ones where the magic trick didn't quite work. Either somebody bumped into him and the magic trick fell out of his hand or a bird you know, flew away with it or whatever. And it was super funny. And I thought that was a great takeaway. And I've got I don't always save my outtakes. I've got some outtakes from the show or from sales videos. And sometimes if they're really funny, I'll save them. Like I'll, I'll show that someday. Um, but that behind the scenes of the failures um, or, or like the journey, even though it's not always going well, can really add a lot of personality to our marketing and stuff like that. Next one was a guy named Steven Larson. Steven Larson used to work at ClickFunnels. He was Russell's right-hand man, uh, building lots of funnels with Russell. Then he became one of his top coaches. Then he flew the coop and started his own business. And he talks a lot about making offers. And so one of the things he he talked a lot about, he told the story of how P.T. Barnum back in the 1800s got his hands on what was called the Fiji mermaid. I'm not going to elaborate on the entire story now, but it was a hoax or as P.T. Barnum called it a humbug. Somebody had sewn a monkey onto a fish and he talked about how P.T. Barnum promoted that offer, so to speak, at his museum, and it was a limited time, and he was in every newspaper, and he accidentally showed it to a few people who were reporters that worked for the Philadelphia newspaper, and he was just a short drive away in New York. Like He, he, showed, he showed all of that, um, all the behind the scenes, and then he sold out of his offers when he had this Fiji mermaid, which was a hoax or a humbug there in, in in the museum for a while. So the point that Stephen Larson was saying is like, hey, when we promote stuff, think about how movies promote stuff. Think about how big launches happen. Like a movie is released on a date and there's a premiere and then the speakers or the, the actors in the movie go on all of the speaking circuit and they're on all the TV shows to promote the movie. And it's limited in that the movies go out of theaters, right? So he was talking about that and making a lot of noise around our offers. That's why with the fam, that was my membership site that's opening up on February 9th through the 13th. It's it's finite. You can't join it on February 14th, Valentine's Day. That's my Valentine's Day gift to you is you can't join my membership site. You have to jump in on February 13th uh, or before. And I'm doing all I can to create a big cloud of interest leading up to the promotion of the fam, right? So it's a good lesson for me to even do better at that next time. Uh, next part was about Russell Brunson. Uh, he talked about making offers to people and adding value. And he said that there is two reasons that people stop buying. Number one, you offend them, so something goes awry. Or number two, you stop making them offers. I thought that was really interesting, and I don't know what your worldview is on that notion, but <laughs> the ability to continue to make offers is going to make you more money in your business. Here's what I mean by that. My current funnel looks like um, you download a free or join a free five-day course on how to set up your Facebook ad account. And then you join the fam, which is a membership site. Then you come to my live event happening in June. Then you join the crew, which is my coaching program. And then you get through that. And I could say like, well, hey, I'd love for you. I can run your ads for you. It's, you know, $4,000 a month. And then I make them an offer for that and say, and if you'd like, there's a $10,000 a month package, which includes, you know, I fly to your house once a month, like whatever that is. You, you can start to just continue to make offers and add more value to people and keep going in that process. So I thought it was kind of an interesting takeaway from Russell there. He also talked about Traffic Secrets, which is his new book coming out, I think, in March. 
And he said, you don't create traffic. You don't create traffic. You find the stream of traffic and you step in front of it. So imagine traffic like a rushing river and you just go stand in the river while the traffic is already coming to you. That's what's happening now. Like I'm not sending traffic to Facebook. People are already on Facebook. Facebook created the traffic. The river is the Facebook newsfeed and I can put my ads in that while there's traffic there. Okay. Imagine Times Square on New Year's Eve. Like I don't need to worry about creating the buzz around going to Times Square on New Year's Eve, but I might want to put a billboard there while they're all there staring at it or like Planet Fitness, you know, sponsored New Year's Eve, the New Year's Eve party with, with, uh, with their gym memberships and things like that. Okay. So interesting lesson there on traffic. And then last two things. So Prince EA, Prince EA is a, I don't know what you'd call him. He's a, he makes videos. He's a YouTuber. He's an online personality. And he gave a very inspirational speech, but he said what he would do is he would create content. Uh, he, for him, it was videos, but for us, it could be blogs or podcasts or infographics or articles or whatever. And he said to make a list of 50 blogs or sites that you want to get on, to be featured on, and then email them with a piece of your content. And that was like his big hustle. That's how he got some of his videos to get shown. And then the last one I learned was a guy named Garrett J. White. And Garrett is a, he primarily works with men. He started a thing called the Warrior Movement. Really good speaker, really funny, really powerful speaker. And he talked about that where we are at right now, we're not good enough yet. He kept, I like the word yet. We're not good enough yet. So like if I want to grow, let's say a hundred million dollar business, which is not really in the cards for me, but let's say it were, I know that right now I'm not good enough yet. I have to, you know, build a team or create a different product or like make a piece of software or like learn how to code or learn a new skill set or travel the world or become a speaker or become an influencer or become a investor or like get seed partners. Like I'm not good enough yet. I don't know how to do that yet. Okay. And so the, the, the yet is really important. And I hope that encourages you as well, that whatever, wherever you're trying to go, your current version of you is not good enough yet. And you're still leveling up and garnering the skills and tools that you need to get where you're going to go eventually. Okay. So those are my top takeaways. The last speaker of the day after Garrett was a little person named Tony Robbins, but I had to leave a little bit uh, after he got started to get to the airport to catch my flight. He is known to go like five hours and I couldn't risk missing my flight back home to see my lovely family. So I don't have a takeaway from that uh, there, but the funnel hacking conference was great. I think next year it's in March. I would highly recommend uh, you go. You should come with me. We'll have a Cody builds a business podcast meetup and uh, I'll buy you dinner or buy you a cup of coffee or something like that as well. Okay. So thanks for tuning into these two episodes about my top takeaways from funnel, from, from funnel hacking live. And then the next few episodes, I'm going to be talking about what's next for the Cody builds a business show for the fam membership site for FamCon 2020 new event, new name, new dates, new hotel. It's going to be all new from the ground up and I can't wait to share it with you and I'll see you there.